Hey guys, what's going on? It's Brandon Harris, the Tattooed Conservative here with Bob Tracy, my Northern Illinois Freedom Movement USA leader, guys. And uh, today is a special episode. It is Thursday. It is April 30th. And tomorrow, the first of the year, we're headed to the Thompson Center. And Bob, you know, when we talked about this a few weeks ago, there are a few other organizations, including Open Illinois Now, who's really accredited with kicking this thing off. And then we decided to throw ours um, in the same location a little bit earlier. And um, watching the media play today, I mean, um, we got the phone call, guys, and um, I'm going to let you take the lead here, Bob, but we were told we were facing possibly going to jail for civil disobedience. How does that, at 60 years old, make a man feel who's worked his whole life, paid bills his whole life, to watch the government not only utilize a virus to shut us down, which we all agreed with for a couple of weeks, but now to mandate continual shutdown and increase government? Like, what are you thinking, Bob? I think the government would be overstepping their bounds or the police overstepping their bounds because we do have the freedom to assemble. We have the freedom of speech, and that's why we were going downtown to show our discontent to the close, the continued closing of the state of Illinois. We need to reopen this state. We need people to get back to work. We need people to be making money to make their rents and their mortgages and pay their bills. And right now, everything's at a standstill. We can't maintain this any longer. No, we really can't. Um, Bob, you're hitting it dead on the nail there, and you, you were a business owner for many years, and you explained to me... In the 07 recession, you took some hits. And how would you compare this to the 07 recession? Is it worse? Is it better? What's your opinion? In, at least in 07, my company survived. Um, but now, it, it's if this came back then, if this scenario came back in 07, I would not be in business. And uh, Bob, I'm in the same shoes right now. Guys, I own LawnCareMarketing.org. And um, I talked to NBC last night, Univision Today. I've talked to ABC, a lot of these media stations that cover us because we're really getting out there. And, you know, guys, uh, Mr. Tracy and my team have been here side by side. This is not a one-man show. A lot of the credibility goes to guys like Bob, people like Melissa Pointer, my wife, Kelly Harris, who puts up with my crap and is there for us. Um, Brandon Solcar, we've got just so many good people. Mark Santana, Steve Balich, Debbie Militello, Debbie Militello, Guermo, um, Ben Beerley. We've got a crew that really puts the time and effort in here, guys. And if I missed you, I thank everybody. Um, Amy Perez, who does the phone answering. I mean, guys, we have just got so many great people, but you know, even us and our great people, they've been volunteering time where we used to be able to make payments and help people and, you know, make 1099 payments. Freedom Movement is running out of funds because we can't get out and do events to raise money. My business has pretty much fallen off the kilter, guys. I've lost three months worth of revenue now. I had eight contractors that worked for me and I don't have a single one. And Bob, you know, for a guy at my age, and I can imagine in 07, you were a bit younger. What's a thought process supposed to be when everything you have is stripped from you? It's degrading, to say the least. Um, you, I, I took a lot of time to build that business from the first day up. And, and, in, and it started in 1998. So in 2007, when the recession hit, yes, I slowed down. Uh, I did have to lay off some people, uh, but we survived. It was when uh, 2010, 2011 hit, when it hit the industrial sector, to where it hurt me the most. Um, I was an industrial commercial painting firm. Um, uh, the recession did hit the commercial and industrial sector 2009, 10, and 11, and, and by, I could not survive after 2011. And uh, that's, you know, Bob, where I'm headed now. I'm three months into this, and I was on path in February. I mean, Bob, you'd come to events with me. Me and my company were on path to do the best we'd ever done. We're in our third-year business. 
I'm not a fancy college educated man with a million dollars backing me. I started this from scratch and guys, we were doing 30% better than we had done uh, year over year until the coronavirus hit. Now we have bottomed out, 90% of the business gone. And it's not just us, uh, Boston Market and Joliet today officially announced they will not be reopening. We've got businesses all over the state announcing a lack of reopening due to the shutdown and not being able to get federal funding. And guys, um, when you think about what's going on today, you think about what we're dealing with, what we're facing, what we're facing is tyranny. Um, at some point, there's a difference between a virus that's going to hurt and maul people and ultimately tyranny and uh, the takeover of the United States people and the socialization of you know not only medicine, but our thought process, the way we think, the way we live and the way we do things. This should not be the new norm. This should not be the new acceptable norm for the American people. And uh, after this break, guys, we'll come back here with Bob Tracy. And Bob, I'd like to cover on this next segment, just so we can all get this out of the way, um, going to Cook County Jail sometime tomorrow. I mean, we're really possibly facing that. So let's have some fun and talk about it. Certainly. All right, guys, we'll be back. And we're back, guys. It's uh, Brandon Harris, the Tattooed Conservative, here on a special Wednesday episode of the Weekly Deplorable, guys. Our show is usually Sunday, but I'm sitting with Bob Tracy. He is the Northern Illinois Director for Freedom Movement. And uh, Bob, you've been working with me on this. And uh, we got told today we, uh, we're on a call with Univision. It's um, a Hispanic TV show that's pretty cool. And, um, you know, the guy had told me everybody is comparing me to a Nazi and Hitler. And when I told him what I told him, I really think I might have offended quite a few people. And I don't care at this point. But when asked, Bob, they asked me, they said, Mr. Harris, how do you feel about civil disobedience and the fact that you may be going to jail? And my statement came back that, you know what, we've got a constitutional right. We've got a First Amendment. And uh, I am not afraid of sitting behind bars for what I believe in. I'm not afraid of being arrested. I'm not afraid of dying if that's what needs to happen. And that's an extreme case, of course. Mm, yep. But, you know, I'm, I'm not afraid. And he goes, well, you know, what has got you most fired up about Chicago? And I think I used the wrong thing for a Hispanic show. But um, listeners, please tell me if I'm wrong here. I simply said the fact that we're handing out money to illegal immigrants under Lori Lightfoot's new plan, and we've still got starving children in Chicago, that's the problem. Mm -hmm. The fact that the state is locked down and the city's locked down, and there are businesses out there that can run and people that aren't sick, that's the problem. How do you feel about going to jail possibly tomorrow, Bob? Well, I'm glad I'm bringing bail money. That's for sure. Um, it would not bother me. It would actually... Uh, be a great exclamation point on top of this rally um, to show that the, the leaders of Freedom Movement USA have been hauled in. I'm hoping it won't happen. I'm hoping it, it will be, I'm, I'm sure it will be a peaceful rally. Uh, we will show our discontent. However, I don't believe anything bad is going to happen. But obviously the, there will be police there. They will be keeping an eye on us. Um, they will keep the crowd controlled. Um, they will be enforcing the laws of Chicago, and uh, we have no intentions of breaking any of them. No, I think the only thing we didn't do, Bob, was get a gathering permit because you can't during the shutdown. So that was brought to my attention today, guys, that I didn't get a permit for a gathering. And you know what? Um, under the Constitution and our First Amendment right, if you read that very clearly, I need no permit from any government entity in the United States of America to have a peaceful gathering to show my discontent with that government. So um, that was brought to my attention that they may utilize that tactic to try to drag us in. And if they wish to, God bless. But we do again ask, and uh, Bob will second this with me, if you do come out tomorrow, please wear uh, PPE. Please remember to maintain your social distance. We don't want to show them 
that we are a bunch of you know goofballs not listening and just acting crazy. We like to come out very respectfully. We like to come out to make a statement that we can redo this safely, and we don't need Big Brother holding us back. We don't need Big Brother shutting us down. At this point, we can do this on our own, and uh, that's what we're asking. If you've got a concealed carry, please leave your firearm at home. Um, it has also been brought to our attention in Chicago that is a class four felony, even with a concealed carry. So do not wear your mask and a firearm. Please leave your firearm at home. We'd greatly appreciate everybody come out on a peaceful standard. And um, if you have children, please leave your children at home. We don't want anybody under the age of uh, 18 there. That's no disrespect to young people. We just prefer when we go out and we do an event like this, we, the taxpayers standing for the people, that we don't put anybody in harm's way. And uh, we don't want anybody standing in the streets. We do not uh, expect any blocking of the streets. And is there anything I'm missing, Bob? I think you've covered it all, Brandon. So, guys, let's get out there tomorrow. Let's get out here and rock and roll. And um, as we're thinking about this, you know, something came to my attention, Bob, and I want your opinion on it. M.K. Pritzker, the first lady of the state of Illinois, while her husband is imposing and sanctioning an unlawful shutdown for another 30 days, which she doesn't have the right to do. And uh, Darren Bailey just beat him in court. There's multiple other lawsuits, including uh, our team prepping a lawsuit now. And, um, you know, M.K. Pritzker gets to go to Florida and chill with her family. How does that make you feel? We've got the mayor of Chicago getting haircuts and saying, but I was safe and I'm in the public eye. Well, the way I see it, me and Bob are in the public eye. Freedom movement's in the public eye. So it's okay for us to break the regulations we expect you to follow? Or is that, you know, the pot calling the kettle black? What do you think, Bob? I think that's uh, strictly for the elite or the perceived elite that uh, feel that they could uh, circumvent all of these um, restrictions that have been put on us that it, they don't belong to them because they're in governmental employees. And, you know, the one thing I find really funny is um, we've got statements coming out, and we've got about 30 seconds before the end of the segment here, but I want your comment, Bob. We're having a shortage on pork, shortage on beef, shortage on food, and it took the president keeping manufacturers open for the American people to eat. But he's going to go down in history as the guy who caused the Chinese virus, who caused the coronavirus. How does that make you feel? I, I think that's false, first of all. I, I agree. It, it did not come from President Trump. It, it came from China. We all know that. Um, I was I was happy when he stopped the flights from China to the United States to keep more from coming in. This could have been worse. And I, I think that the, the United States of America is handling this very well. I, I think this is going to be over within a few months. And, and at least we pray that it does. Amen, guys. We'll be back after this segment. Uh, just stay tuned. When you think Will County, think Nick Vicarello for county executive. Nick's a constitutionalist former police officer, and former police chief. You can learn more about Nick at www.picknick2020.com. Hey guys, Brandon Harris uh, here with Bob Tracy on the Tattooed Conservative Weekly Deplorable Show. It's a Wednesday special episode because we may be in jail come Sunday. We don't know, guys, but um, at what point in U.S. history, Bobo, um, you know, do we, the people, need to fear the public? I mean, when I talk to uh, Univision, a Hispanic television show today, a question the guy asked me, I didn't think about it right at the moment, but I'm really thinking about it right now. He said, are you afraid to get arrested for civil disobedience? At what point in U.S. history did American people get to the point where we're allowing our falsified gods, a.k.a. politicians who are supposed to serve the people, to become these powerhouses and these power-hungry animals to the point where we need to be afraid of them. At no point in our history that I could think of, none of our founding fathers said, we want you to be afraid of your politicians. We want these politicians to be rulers and dictators. 
That, my friends, is what this country was founded against. Why is it that the common perception, even by the media, is, are you afraid you're going to go to jail for civil disobedience? What's your thoughts on that, Bob? I'm not afraid, Brandon. I'm, I'm ex exercising my constitutional rights to free assembly um, and to voice my opinion to the government and, or to anybody that listens. And um, if I get arrested for it, I've got the bail money. And I, but I don't see a reason that it would happen unless there was some kind of civil disobedience happening at the time, which we don't expect. Well, I think what was hinted to was the lack of permitting for the rally in uh, the protest. And guys, we're in a government shutdown. The government has shut us, the people, down. This is where the minority is massively controlling the masses. And in my opinion, Bob, it went from all of us. I mean, guys, when this first started, we were in agreement. I put a good video out for the governor and said, I'm proud he's doing the right thing for the first couple of weeks. Now, months and months in, shutting down business entities, taking more and more of people's rights, Chicago opening up more policing sectors and more jobs. Today, it just got announced, me and Bob were just listening to it prior to coming back on air. Um, they just opened a fifth policing district in Chicago. We just opened in Chicago uh, over 200 more pensions we're going to have to take care of. We just put another set of millions of dollars into a building we can't afford in the middle of a crisis. How is this ethical? How is it acceptable that one city, the small city, the small bleep on a map of a state can control and dictate our financing? This can control and dictate guys like you, Bob. Bob, you're old enough to retire. And guys, you know, I was talking to Bob and I hate to put you out in public here, Bob, but Bob's a hardworking business owner. And, um, his retirement plan due to his lifestyle finally getting to the point where he's ready to calm down is selling his home. And uh, it's sad that guys like Bob who have worked their whole life have to fear that they can't even make their retirement plan because the government's shutting things down. How does that make you feel, Bob? You put all this time, all this money, all this effort into these leaders and these leaders are dictating your life. I, I don't like the idea of having a king and, and a dictator. And that's what it seems that, like this state is turning into is a dictatorship. Um, there are rules, yes. Uh, they've already, when we talk about COVID, we've got things to do. We should wear our PPE. We should keep our six feet suggested distance from others. If we follow those, what's the problem? Why do they keep shutting down or continuing to shut down businesses that will now close? If maybe they had a chance if they were able to open May 1st, but now if they have to close another month, which I think is being mandated, uh, we, we're going to lose a lot of business here in Illinois. There's going to be a lot of hungry people. There's going to be people with foreclosed homes, uh, renters being kicked out on the street. We're going to have a, a very poor population here. And Bob, I agree. Our state's already in the red. They attempted to use this for the bailout. And if you remember about a week and a half back, Governor Pritzker came out publicly and said, we're past it. We're past the curve. We're going to start fixing things. And as he saw his public approval rating drop, all of a sudden, statistics come out of thin air, and it wasn't the facts, guys. What they're feeding you aren't facts. They're feeding you fabricated information in hopes that their scare tactics worked with their agenda. If you look at the federal statistics for the federal government, the HMEI, or H-E-I-M, I'll get you guys that chained on the bottom of this. We were past the peak weeks ago. We're not going to exceed our hospital bed needs. We're not going to exceed our needs. At this point, Pritzker's playing for the public eye, for the Pritzker family, and M.K. Pritzker just went to Florida, guys, the governor's wife. I demand, Governor Pritzker, if you're hearing this, if you're hearing us in the media, that you answer to us why you feel you're above the shutdown order. Mayor Lightfoot, 
I demand tomorrow, if you do get me picked up, if I am put in handcuffs, I'll go peacefully, that you answer why you feel you're above us and you can get your haircut. We'll be back after this segment. Hey guys, Brandon Harris, the tattooed conservative, the rowdy, odd Republican guy, back with Bob Tracy, uh, my Northern Illinois Freedom Movement leader. We've been talking all day today on our special segment because we may be in Cook County Jail this Sunday about going up to Cook County and the protest on the loop. I want to clarify, guys, that there are other organizations involved. So Freedom Movement is one of many organizations going up. We are getting a lot of the media attention and press right now. But there are other organizations who uh, set these things up as well. I'd like to credit those folks because they put their work and their time in. We are just showing up there 9 until 3 to join this protest and um, to do some uh, speaking and making ourselves heard. We've also got on Saturday protests going in Joliet, Illinois, DeKalb. Bob will be headed up to uh, Algonquin. Al or not Algonquin, Arlington Heights. Arlington Heights. Sunday is Algonquin. I will be in Kentucky on Saturday at the state capitol. We've got people all over the country, guys utilizing their their thoughts utilizing their thought processes and utilizing their freedom of speech to say hey we are scared we've been scared the media the governments have scared the people but at this point we need to find a resolution to get back to work we're in a volatile economy and it's sad because when this all started we had the best economy the united states has ever seen um, i firmly still believe and you can call me a conspiracy theorist if you wish that china purposefully had something to do with this and uh when you look at what has happened, we went from the best economy in the world and, you know, left versus right to right now, guys, I, I love my president, but I'm not here for Trump. I'm not here for a single Republican. I'm not here for a single Democrat. I'm here fighting for the people of our state and of our nation to get back to work. The people. I'm not putting a stamp next to your name and saying you're, one is better than the other. We had a guy show up this last uh, Saturday. We're in Crest Hill, Illinois. And he tells me how I'm a crazy Republican, and Bob was there with me. We had the Illinois Voluntary Militia, a bunch of media stations there. And if you read it in the media, it was an aggressive argument. When you look at the film we've got and the footage we took, it was a man telling us that we wouldn't care about him because the L step next to his name. And you know what, guys, at the end of the day, the end of the day when I go to bed, Republican, conservative, liberal, Democrat, it doesn't define who we are. What defines us as people is the actions we take while we're on this planet and the things we do to make things better for those around us, those who precede us, our family and our kids. And Bob, I got to say this openly, man, and um, this is us both being Trump supporters, but I want to commit this to the people right now live and here. If you're liberal, if you're a Republican, if you're a Green Party guy, if you're blue, orange, or pink, gay, straight, or in between, I beg you to come stand with us tomorrow. I will not have any Trump gear on. I am refusing at this point to wear anything signifying any support for any political candidate, not because I don't support them. I will always support my president. I will always support my party. But because right now, guys, I want to really identify the difference between care for the people and care for a party. This isn't a political stunt. We're not trying to build the president's, you know, database right now. We're not focused on Trump. He's not calling us and paying us. He's even condemning some actions of some governors who are opening too quickly. What I'm simply asking for and what we as an organization are asking for at this point is to separate us for the time being from fighting for political offices and look at us as a warrior for the people of the state and the people of the nation. Do you agree with that, Bob? I do. Certainly do. You know, I just, I hate seeing, and I hate a strong word, I distaste and I have a distaste for and dislike seeing people countering us and saying, you know, we're just doing this for the president. When in all reality, we haven't had a single phone call saying, please go out and rally from the president. Yes, he's acknowledged some of our movement. He's acknowledged other movements, but this isn't about one individual. This is about millions and billions of people 
who are going to suffer for 10 and 20 and 30 years after this because of very uneducated stances by governors and different governments. And guys, when I say this, I say this not so lightly, but we look at a guy like J.B. Pritzker, and I, I mean this with all due respect to our governor, he took his position, never having to, had work a hard day in his life. He was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. When taking the position of governor, he was being investigated for tax fraud for $300,000 taking toilet seats out of a home. This is a man that has cheated the system. This is a man that has cheated the people. This is a man that has cheated you and I, Bob, out of a lot of things. This is a man looking to implement and enforce ridiculous tax and tax policy. And this is a man who's taken hundreds of millions from the federal government and PPE loans for the Hyatt Hotels now, trying to tell us we need to stay at home. Now, Mr. Pritzker, I demand, again, just like I did in our last segment, that you tell us why you feel you and your wife are above your own stay-at-home order and you can send her to Florida. And Mrs. Lightfoot in Chicago, I demand you explain to the people why you can go ahead and put such hard regulations on them and yet you break your own regulations. You guys aren't governors. You guys aren't mayors. You guys are literally rich people utilizing the seats you have to show the people that you feel you're better than they are. And that's where I stand on this, unless you can prove me wrong. Bob, thank you so much for being on today. Thanks, Brandon. Where can people find you if they're looking for you? Okay. Where can uh, the listeners find you if they're looking for you on Facebook? Uh, at Robert Tracy. And, on Facebook. And then you have a uh, page as well, Bob Tracy. I do. Uh, Freedom Movement USA. Um, it's uh, Robert Tracy. Robert Tracy. Freedom, Freedom Movement, Movement USA. USA. And guys, you can find me, as usual, under the Tattooed Conservative or Brandon Harris or at Freedom Movement USA's page. I thank you for tuning in. If we are in jail this weekend, you'll see some awesome videos. And if not, guys, we're going to keep fighting forward. That We go out tomorrow from 9 a.m. until 3 p.m. Friday in Chicago at the Thompson Center. We will be unified. We will be peaceful. If you're bringing drama, if you plan to bring violence, please stay at home. We will not cater to the negativity. We're not here to cater to violent protesting. We're not here to be tyrants. We're here to be American citizens fighting for our rights. And unified we stand, divided we, we fall. God bless you all. Thank you for listening. When you think of the future of Illinois, think Eric Wallace. Eric Wallace is running for Illinois State Senate. Eric Wallace is a doctor, a minister, and a longtime resident of his district. Think Eric Wallace for Illinois. www.wallaceforillinois.net.